Balls. I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. And you already know the clickbait title, but I don't because this is Brad's movie. This is my movie. You can't <laughs> tell me otherwise. Uh, <laughs> um, so this movie was uh, is directed, was directed, is directed by Mr. Mel Gibson. Um, and if you like Mel Gibson, well, here's two movies by Mel Gibson. So you only have, so you only have to watch one. Um, but is, this movie is definitely, definitely two movies smashed together into one movie. <laughs> Wait, so what's the, what's the clickbait title? Um, if you liked one Mel Gibson movie, well, here's two. <laughs> okay. All right. That's. <laughs> Well, I guess no one's clicking off because they already know it's a Mel Gibson joint if that would have turned them off regardless. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what, what had you already seen this movie when you put in the Marvel's on stream? Yes. So I'd seen it once before. Really liked it. Um, thought it was a really cool, um, really cool World War II documentary that, I wouldn't say documentary, but based on a true story. Biopic, that, I guess. But yeah, um, that takes an interesting look at World War II. Um, you get a lot of World War II movies. I wish it. I wish this would have been World War One because I think that's underutilized. Um, but World War Two. <laughs> but it's a true story. Yeah, but it's a true story, so you can't change that fact. Um, <laughs> but it's it's very. It takes it from a different take. We see a lot of you know really gruesome, really gory. World War II movies of just the battling, the fighting, stuff like that. Um, but this takes a different angle at it and um, pre- pre- presents a true story about one guy who, you know, goes through the entire World War II and doesn't fire a single shot. Um, so that's, it's, it's different. It's very interesting. Um, and just the struggles and trials and tribulations that he had to go through to um, not only stay, but also, you know, make his way to the end of the movie, I guess. I mean, I don't want to say where he ends up, but uh, um, you'll have to watch the movie to find out. Yeah, but uh, basically, if you wanted to see the more the realistic, <clears throat> if you want to see the more realistic, less fanciful version uh, or story, that I I wouldn't be surprised if Forrest Gump straight up ripped off for one of their sequences. <laughs> this is the one. Remember that yeah. sequence in Forrest Gump where he just saves like 18 people or something by just kept running out of the forest. This, this happened before that movie and it wouldn't, you know, unless the book came out before was it a book? I don't know if whatever version Forrest Gump originally came out as came out after this, I'd be shocked to find out they didn't lift some inspiration from it. Um, it looks like here it was based on the 2004 documentary, The Conscientious Objector. Um, I do not see a book. Wait, Forrest Gump was? No, this movie. This, okay. We, we haven't said the name yet, but. Um, oh, yeah. This, mo- this movie is called Hacksaw Ridge, um, starring Spider-Man himself, Andrew Garfield, the Spider-Man, in case anybody's wondering, the best Spider-Man. Um, it's also got uh Vince Vaughn. Um there's a couple um uh Sam Worthington who's in a lot of different movies. He's he's the Avatar guy. Um 
Right. So Some Forrest of the- Gump was based on the 1986 novel, so I would be yeah, I'd be shocked if it didn't lift. Uh, if it didn't know about the story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and this is a true story. I'm sure it had to be written down before. I'm sure they didn't just make a documentary on it in 2004 and was just like, hey, nobody said anything about this. So yeah, he get he did get a medal of honor. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Oh, Milo Gibson was in it. Not. I thought that was Mel Gibson, son of Mel Gibson. Um, he was he was Lucky Ford. Nepotism. I'm just kidding. There was a there was a Jennifer Aniston story today uh, about her complaining how people who with no talent become famous, even though she's like family of. Uh, oh, I recognize that guy from the movie. Uh, but she threw people like Paris Hilton under the bus, but especially Monica Lewinsky. And people were like, and of course, I saw it on the Philip DeFranco show. And he's like, people who got famous without, for no reason and stayed famous, that's a skill. Um. But yeah, um, and the reason why I say this is, you know, I joke about this being two movies um, because it really feels like two movies. You've got the first half of the movie and the second half of the movie, and it feels like two, almost two completely different movies. You've got like one full arc in the first half, and you got one full arc in the second half, which is um, really cool. I mean, it's I, I like the way it was done. I like the way it's put together. It, it, it feels like two movies, but it doesn't feel like two movies at the same time. Yeah, that's a good point, because when I was watching it, I was thinking I'm going to ruffle some feathers, but this is when I was younger, so I should give it another chance. It felt like a better or at least more satisfying version of Full Metal Jacket for me, only because that one did feel like two movies for sure for me. This one doesn't. So I think, you know, I'm feeling the part where you're saying it does and doesn't because it really comes together well, but Full Metal Jacket middle of the way through still in training i was like oh shit this is like i could feel the movie ending and then it kept going (laughs) and the point that it stops is when they're all singing the mickey mouse song and i'm like all right we got some more to go and credit credits what the fuck (laughs) like that was just my experience. I do need to give it a second chance. I believe in watching stuff twice before I cement my decision on it, uh, at least in terms of negatives. But uh, yeah, it was so weird. I was like, why in the middle of the movie? It felt like the end, but at the end of the movie, it felt like the middle. What the fuck is going? Huh? I've, I'd never had that experience before, but noticing that I didn't have that feeling of whiplash, like, it should have ended uh in this one i was like good on it it did it did better to uh marry those two halves it's definitely two halves like yeah, yeah there is uh there is a change it also made me think how interesting it would have been if we had had a ca- the first captain america movie more like this you know where it's just uh i mean he he fights he uses a shield so he like don't rip off the story, but if we got like a long period of time of him in training and then still going to war, being scrawny and like doing some good and then getting plucked out and be like magic muscles. 
<laughs> Not magic mushrooms, magic muscles. Got it. Okay. <laughs> and in 70 years, you're going to be meeting Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's going to hate it. <laughs> hey, Magic Mike was a good movie. I've never seen it. I'm going to put it in my marbles one of these days. The okay. next one's I mean, all Indian films for me, but after that, you'll see Magic Mike. You'll see Magic Mike. I'm, I'm inter- <laughs> I mean, I like... I'm I'm good with Indian movies. I mean, it's so far they've been they've been hitting pretty well. So I mean, uh, maybe I need to find all South Korean movies and we can just really just shake this up. <laughs> <laughs> Quit game the TV, the reality show. Yeah, <laughs> make you cut out all the sugar cookie things. Yeah. Hey, everyone's you know if they have they're not going to have the same challenges that if I'm, if they have uh, the sugar cookie one everyone's just going to start licking the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, um, what what do you want to talk about in the spoiler yeah. free version of this story? Um, spoiler free. Um, I'm really proud of Vince Vaughn in this movie. Um, he does not play Vince Vaughn in this movie which is fantastic. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, he plays himself. No, he, I've heard some, sometimes he can be a dick. Um, he, but like all of his movies, he plays the same character, you know, wedding crashers, dodgeball, same character, the internship, same character. It's just like, it's just like um, Vince Vaughn doesn't realize he's acting at some point. So he just like shows up and just reads the lines. Um, it doesn't matter who that person is. He's that's Vince Vaughn is just Vince Vaughn. It's not the best movie this director's directed. However, it does star now the future um, daughter of Ant-Man. But you could see the horror comedy Freaky because he plays a 16 year old girl stuck in a murderer's body. So. You know, Freaky Friday with a murderer and a 18, probably 18, uh, 18 year old girl. That's the, <laughs> at least then you'll get a different one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I get you. It's like seeing Will Ferrell in a serious movie. Uh, I've seen it rarely, but when he does it, he does it well. So without going too far off topic, um, another comedic actor who takes serious roles, um, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler does super good in all of those serious roles that he's been doing um, as of late. Um, was it Rain on Me? Was that? There's one of them that was I watched. I was just like stunned that he did so well. I, I'm not familiar with that film, but the film I haven't seen that I've heard is really good and strange is Punch Punch Trunk Love, which he's not like playing himself. And then, of course, Uncut Gems. There's a new one on Netflix that apparently has actually good reviews for a Netflix Adam Sandler movie. So maybe he does some non-Adam Sandler stuff there. Uh, um, I mean, he, looking- he, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking through his thing here. I think it is rain, rain over me with uh, Don Cheadle, uh, if I remember right. Um, but he, he's he's been doing he's been killing it in those like really serious roles, and he's been doing doing fantastic. I mean, I, I hope he keeps it up. I mean, I haven't watched Uncut Gems, and I haven't watched his new show, Hustle, the basketball movie. Oh, the basketball oh TV is that show. a show? Yeah, it's a. T- I'm pretty sure it's a TV show. Ooh, I didn't know that. That was the one I was thinking of. I couldn't remember the title, but uh, Uncut Gems. No. Oh my god. Dude, it's it's a, it's Dude. a movie. It's a sports drama movie. 
Uncut Gems, yeah. Uh, any, yeah. Dude, watch it. Don't even, don't even wait. It, it is, watch it in the morning though, because it will, it can, you know, it's a, it's a tense, tight, nerve-wracking at times movies, movie, but yeah, if you saw Uncut, whew, Uncut is his parasite. Uncut okay. Gems. Yeah. I like mean, that's. I've, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I just never, never got there. Yeah. Um, it also uh, stars in her first acting role, I believe. And the, the Safdie brothers who wrote and directed it based it on her as a person. Uh, the woman who is dating Kanye West right now. I, I don't keep up with that. But I, so who is it? <laughs> uh, I don't remember her name. Julie something maybe. Uh, or that's her name in the movie. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that movie is. Uh, yeah, dude, watch it. Don't even wait. I've, I've heard I've heard good things. I just haven't haven't got around to it. I know it's on HBO Max or it was at least. Um, yeah. Um, so this movie coming, coming back to it, um, won a lot of, Ooh, sorry. It's, uh, past my bedtime now. Um, this movie won a lot of awards. Uh, looks like it's got six Oscar nominations, um, including best picture, best director, best actor, best sound editing, best sound mixing and best film editing. Um, it oh, also yeah. received golden globe nominations for best picture director and actor um so i mean this this movie is really good it just it's not the traditional war movie like a lot of people think of when you think of like war movies if, so if you're going in there expecting apocalypse now or something to that effect you're you're not going to get it it's also not pg-13 no that's that <laughs> should be said because <laughs> if we say you know someone might accidentally interpret it as this isn't a normal war movie as in like a captain america th- or, or you know in that tone or that uh that age range it is not it is not so keep that in mind before you watch if you are squeamish yeah um the nah, i mean i think andrew garfield does a fantastic job through this movie um trying to trying to say you know, out of the story in this one, but um, yeah, it's, I, I would give it a shot. I would definitely give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your rating, sir? Um, that's why I have my phone here because I can never remember this rating system for the life of me, even though we've done this for about um, <laughs> this point, 20 something movies. Um, I'm going to go with edibly mushroom. I'm going to go, you know, edibly. So like a, like a B plus. I was going to do that too. I think uh, to be perfectly honest, I think if it wasn't directed by Mel Gibson, I would have just put mushroom, but there's still, and you know, considering everything that's come out of Hollywood, he really has done. I don't want to rank things, but you know, I've never heard a report of him abusing someone, you know, directly, but there is still that little bit of like, Ooh, Mel Gibson stink for me yeah um there's definitely some controversy around him and i that's that's fair um in fact i think during the production or during one of the things um during the whatchamacallit campaign the media campaign for this movie 
they never actually said his name, Mel Gibson. They always said, you know, from the director of Braveheart, which is Mel Gibson. <laughs> and I think it's like, I, and I think I'm looking at the the poster right here um, by the director of Braveheart and the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> That one can't, that's not hiding his name very well. No, but Braveheart, I mean, that definitely, if you would have said from the star of Braveheart, I would have been like, yeah, okay, cool, I got this. But I didn't know he directed it also, so. that That's what I'm saying. Like, the passion of the Christ, you're throwing it in. You're not hiding shit. You're not hiding that. But if you would have just said from the director of Braveheart, you'd have been like, oh, sweet. Yeah, I was, that was making me think like, huh, I don't want him to not have done this movie because it's a great movie and I love it, but considering the strength of the religion and the fact that he, and the fact that he did passion of the Christ. I'm like, Hmm, interesting. You know, just seeing the connections and wondering how much religion uh, affects his choice in movies to make. Yeah, um, and, it, it, and it's, it's not it's a weird. bad thing. It's just, I'm just observing. You know? Yeah. It's, and it's weird too, because isn't I'm, I'm grasping at straws here, but isn't he Jewish? So for him to do passion of the Christ, no, I actually remember that thing that I was re- referring to when he was drunk. He actually said some anti-Semitic oh, yes, shit. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. No, he is Catholic a lot, or Christian, <laughs> or or some something. I don't know specifically what religion he ascribes to, but he he Jesus is a friend of his. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot that he also did Apocalyptico. Yeah, that one. I I haven't seen it, but I've heard some good things about it. That one was weird because the trailer looked boss, and then it got so many great reviews. Even when it had stuff like uh, when they screened it at Cannes or something, I think they had like jumps on like uh, just a piece of text saying "shot showing him jumping into uh, off waterfall," you know. And so they hadn't completed it and it got rave reviews. And then when I saw it, it was like some stuff that I knew should have been exciting wasn't to me. And then when you watch the trailer, there is a slow-mo, very intense shot of him first jumping off the waterfall. It's great. It's a fucking great shot, man. And then the very next shot to me seemed like the... The furthest away camera zooming in as hard as it can and being very poorly, basically not an exciting shot, seeing him drop down. And I was like, it went from the most impressive shot in the movie to the least impressive shot. And I was like, it just took the wind out of my sails, bud. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. This was, I was more satisfied with this. Maybe it's just because I'm racist, but you know, <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I might have to see that one again. Like I was saying, negative. Yeah, I had heard some, I had heard a lot of good things, but I heard that, you know, it was, it was up there next to Braveheart. Let a lot of people rank that like number two. Um, when I was doing some research on, you know, this movie in general, Hacksaw Ridge in general, a lot of people said, you know, this is his close. It could be number two, but a lot of people have viewed it as his third best movie behind Braveheart and Apocalyptico. So I haven't <laughs> seen it. Kind of want to. We'll see. 
Yeah, I guess it's it would be smart to leave out Passion of the Christ from any list because that is such a unique, visceral, but you know, just such a such a unique movie. Yeah, it's like Endgame. I don't want to rank it. <laughs> it's it's very one of a kind, and yeah, I mean, I'm gonna rewatch. I would rewatch this before. Passion of the Christ, but that doesn't that doesn't say anything. I don't want. I never want to watch Requiem for a Dream again. But I know it's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I would watch it again. I don't know if I want. I if I was going to spend the time to watch it again, there are other movies that I'd probably want to watch in front of it. I'd probably want to rewatch Lawrence of Arabia again. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's other movies, other long movies that I'd probably put in front of that, but I, I wouldn't mind watching it again at some point in time. Um, I remember seeing it in theaters with a girlfriend at the time. Um, so I've seen it once, but that, I don't think I've ever seen it again. Uh, it was interesting watching this movie because when they were being mean to him in the beginning of the movie, you know, being dicks, and everyone can see this in the trailer, uh, but we're going to wrap up soon. So if you don't want any, any kind of indication of spoilers, then cut out now. Uh, But (laughs) when they were being so nasty to him about his uh, being an objective uh, or conscientious conscientious objector. Yeah. uh, I would be telling my daughter, Maddie, I was like, yeah, it, uh, well, he stuck to his guns, which is a weird saying since he won't touch guns. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he stuck to his guns. <laughs> um, I didn't know another another phrase to use. It felt really weird in context. <laughs> Just this context. But do you have any other uh, IMDb mm-hmm. factoids before we move on? No, not out of the uh, spoiler-free section. Uh, so this movie, <laughs> well, I'll let you start since our rankings are the same. And this is oh, your movie. This, this movie may have been an edibly mushroom, or it may have been an edibly mushroom only held back by my the own <laughs> yeah, feelings. <laughs> uh, but either way, this movie is dope because movies, movies are. Dope. <gasps> if you got to this point and you want to DM me the name of the movie, I will shout out your Instagram by the time the spoiler comes out. Bye. Bye.